Welcome back to White Fox After Hours. Today we have Sarah's Day on the podcast, everyone's favorite OG YouTuber turned entrepreneur and mum. She really does do it all. We have been working with Sarah's Day for literally so many years now, since 2018, which we speak about on the podcast. And we absolutely love speaking with Sarah today and getting to know a little bit more of an insight into her life. And we really think you're going to love this episode. So let's bring her in. Welcome, Sarah. Thanks. We're so excited. We all got the memo, the unspoken memo to wear the fitness club. Yes. We're loving it. Stop flopping up my feathers. (laughs) When I got here, I was like. (laughs) Well, it's only fitting because it did restock today, the collection. I know. And I feel like I just like don't want to leave this room, the comfort, the safety of this room, because (laughs) I feel like I'm going to get cancelled if I leave and it's sold out. If If it's sold out, like we launched an hour ago. Yeah. What's our prediction? I think it will have by the time we leave no. this room. Okay. I think it's going to. I think this is maybe one of the questions. Like, I feel like I need to just dive into this now. Okay. We need to debunk this. Okay. There's this conspiracy or like, and I shy away from this question a lot because I'm like, with a lot of negative questions, I just like can't be bothered to answer mm-hmm. them half the time. I'm like, oh, whatever. Like, I can't be bothered to defend myself. Mm-hmm. But today I, on Insta stories, I did. I was like, okay, let's talk about this elephant in the room. So Pete, there's this theory, which like it totally makes sense, but it's like, anyway, the theory is that we order enough units that it's like selling out within minutes or an hour. Let me tell you, that is a missed business opportunity, right? Like if someone is on your website, has items in their cart and they can't check out, that is stupid. So there's like this fine line between like having that marketing hype of being like it's sold out and then literally not selling to more than half of your customers. So White Fox and I have discussions about like, you know, my engagement and um, how many followers or subscribers I have at the time. And we do our best at making an estimate of how many units. And we have before in one of my previous collections, we've done too many units that we had like way too much stock. And like, that's not a good thing. Right. But then we have obviously had so many experiences having not enough units and people get so angry and then it becomes this trend of like she purposely does this I'm like I swear I swear I want everyone to get what they want and then as soon as that last person gets it there's there's none like that's the ideal like everyone gets it and then it's all sold out but like I just I just feel like this is such a good collection yeah everyone wants it and I just I don't know and everyone did want it I know literally (laughs) it's like we couldn't even get our hands on the collection we're literally sitting there at our desks on launch can't get it like I was waiting for restock this time I was there right at 11 I I was like I've got it in my cart and I we we had to get it this time I know I know I don't know well by the time this podcast launches like we'll know probably sold out but like don't I'm doing I'm doing my best yeah That's like, you should that see. is my statement in life I'm yeah. just I'm doing my best and so she's I'm, doing it well yeah. she's doing well, a apparently job. not good enough <laughs> well yes for all those wondering the conspiracy is not true no no <laughs> and like yeah it, it's a fine line just having enough for everyone but like not having an mm. a, a surplus yeah so anyway I just wanted to talk about that and that like I'm not trying to yeah, it's not, it's not market in the employee. Thing. The stock is there. People are getting what they want. I'm yeah. sorry if you didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll do better. You were too late. I'll, you need I'm to doing be my online. best, but I will do better. Yeah, okay. Next time. Next <laughs> time. Well, that was our question. Like, how does it feel to have once again another so, like successful collection launch? Um, I, I can't believe I'm still doing them. Like, even um, when I did my first collection, like in 2017, maybe? twenty. I think it was 2017. Um. 2018, I 2018, think we had, yeah. 2017, maybe I was designing it. 
Yeah. Okay. I remember because 2017 is when Kurt and I started dating. And I remember I got that email from White Fox being like, do you want to do a collection? It was all my life really changed in 2017. Like everything, like my business kicked off. I was in a new relationship. So I always remember like that was such a, a pivotal moment of my life. Anyway, I remember getting that first email and I started crying. Like I, I couldn't believe a company like White Fox would want to work with me. And it's just, especially in like a fashion collaboration, it is a dream come true because I think in business, being successful, you need to honor what your strengths are. And mine is the creative process. I love design and marketing and photo shoots and coming up with campaigns. And I love that stuff. I hate logistics. Mm-hmm. I hate working out how many units to order. I hate CFO stuff like finance. I hate that stuff. So yeah, even back in like 2017, people were like, why don't you just do this by yourself? I'm like, it's not about being greedy. It's about doing what you love and just doing what you love. So having this opportunity that I literally just get to do the fun the best part, part. Mm-hmm. and then put my hands in the air and be like, <laughs> yeah, oh, well, I did my part. Like, yeah. It's, it's, You've seen the BTS on the shirts. They're fun. They're so <laughs> fun. They're so fun. But yeah, being able to do this um, collection, I love looking back and seeing like the evolution of my own style. And I think the fitness club, it's it's that capsule wardrobe energy. And like, that was the the content that I was personally consuming, you know, like that whole, I wouldn't say it's minimalism, but just being able to open your wardrobe and mix and match everything. Um, so the inspiration was like capsule wardrobe, that clean girl aesthetic, um, everything matches. And also the color palette was very natural, but I, I personally don't really, um, suit browns and browns are very in but I'm like how can I do a natural earthy tone so I went for like a thunderstorm like storm smoke shell oyster more like a coastal vibe and I love it like it originally launched four months ago and I still wear it every single day and I'm not over it yeah no we feel the same we're about to but to live in it (laughs) as everyone is so Obviously, you share all of that online with everyone. You go through the whole process on shoot and everything, but you also share your entire life online with such a huge following. Like, how do you deal with the pressure of sharing everything from like work to home to family to everything? Yeah, I, depending when you ask me, like, I feel like I go through phases where I share everything and then phases where I wouldn't say I'm reserved or like drawn back, but especially now that I'm physically so busy with the boys like I was telling you guys earlier in terms of vlogging I only have two hands and I'm holding Malachi my 16 month old holding Fox's hand my four-year-old and I can't vlog so I feel like lately I haven't been as open with my real life um but in the past I would have this thing called tunnel vision and I and I knew that me as a viewer and even as a creator I love being as raw and authentic as possible. I share everything. I share um, like bad medical news about myself, about my pregnancies, obviously protecting my children in the process and like that's different. But in terms of me, I'm an open book. Like I'll tell you about my heartbreaks, my breakups. Um, If Kurt and I are fighting, I never want to create this glamorous facade of my life because sure there are glamorous sides to my life, but I'm still a working mom in a marriage and like things go wrong. Um, so I think just always keeping myself in check and thinking, what do I want to view as a viewer? Um, and then even, I don't like creating fake content. Like I don't want to create this lifestyle that's not authentic to me, but yeah, I guess like I, I just really enjoy treating my channel like, like a journal, 
Like I actually love it, even personally looking back on like memories with the boys and I love connecting with other people in similar experiences. Like especially when I broke up with my long-term ex-boyfriend before Kurt, my husband, um, I found so much comfort in being really vulnerable. I turned on my camera and I was crying to my camera because I truly in that point in my life, I felt like I had no one who understood me. So a part of me, only looking back now, can I kind of acknowledge this, that like I was crying to the camera, hoping that someone would comment who's in a similar situation. So I think even now when I was going through my pregnancy and there was complications, same feeling, no one in my real life could connect or understand. So I'm like, hopefully someone in the comments can message me and they did so there's a lot of people who I'm actually friends with now who had a similar pregnancy experience and we check in on each other and they were just um viewers of my channel and now they're my friends that's so nice it's cool so nice that you can help people too through that like and they're helping you it's like yeah well I guess if we use that as as an example with the pregnancy whenever I find out bad news about myself whether it's like my cervix pregnancy Sure, we're going to go to our doctors, but you'd be lying if you said you don't go home or you don't Google it or you don't search it on TikTok or like you search someone's vlog about it. I want to, yeah, sure, understand more about the condition or whatever, but I want to connect with someone who's emotionally going through that. I want to know that I'm not emotionally alone. So I even feel a responsibility to make that content, to be like, you're not alone. You know, I'm super healthy and I'm very fit and I I have a pretty well-rounded wellness routine, but bad things still happen to me. So it's like, I I just want to make sure that I'm being authentic and creating those pieces of content that people can connect. Hey besties, we're interrupting this episode of After Hours with a quick PSA that you can get 15% off at White Fox Boutique with code AFTERHOURS15. So if you need a whole new wardrobe refresh, we've got you. Use the code AFTERHOURS15 and treat yourself today. We've also left a link to shop and code in the episode notes. So let's get back into the episode. Okay. So what is your step-by-step morning routine? When you wake up, what are you doing? I love the morning. I'm such a morning person. And Kurt has previously said, like, should we, uh, on the days that I work, he's like, should we get uh, like a babysitter in the morning and then you can go straight to work? I'm like, no, I don't want anyone in my space in the morning routine. I love it. Okay. So we wake up around like six in the morning. Malachi is crying. I usually like kick Kurt to go and get him because here's the thing. I have a scapegoat. This is my skate. Mm -hmm. I breastfed that child for 16 months. Now my hands are off. So I would get (laughs) up, right, and like feed him all the time. So now I'm like, Kurt, you get up and you get him, bring him to bed. So he comes in my bed and we cuddle. Oh my, my ovaries. Like I just cuddle Malachi for like half an hour. And then my four-year-old yells out from upstairs. And then I let Malachi go and he scurries upstairs and they play upstairs for a little bit. And then I get up, I put my robe on, I put my slippers on. Like I romanticize my morning routine. And I'm telling you, start romanticizing your morning routine and your whole day will change. Like wake up earlier so you have time to romanticize it, right? Okay. I I put on my robe, I put on my robe, I put on my slippers before you consume any liquids, yeah. brush your teeth first before breakfast. It's disgusting if you eat breakfast and then you brush your teeth because the most bacteria uh, builds up in your mouth overnight. It's actually really bad for you. So brush Top your teeth. Tip. There's a tongue tip. scrape. Yeah. Tongue oh, scrape. Oh, I don't know, but tongue scrapers, they it's, freak me out. It is one of the best forms. Well, your body naturally detoxes, but it's helping detox yeah. the body and get rid of all that yucky stuff. I, I understand. I actually also think it helps with digestion. This okay. is just like anecdotal. If I see our to- if weeks we live together if you have a tongue scraper just lying on the side I'd freak out and because they're co- <laughs> because they're copper they go like this weird like green color anyway oh. tongue scrape 
tongue scrape. And okay. then what I do is I just quickly slick my hair in a bun. It, you know, you yeah. have mm-hmm. slick hair. If your hair is slick in a bun, like you just feel put together. You're going to have a good day. Just quickly. <laughs> so I slick it in a bun and then I go to the kitchen and I have my morning cocktail, which is I have a big scoop of coconut kefir or kefir. It's basically like a prebiotic. It's just really good for the gut. And then I like slip on that and I make my drink. It's like half full of water. It has a teaspoon of body bloom, 10 drops of zinc, my prebiotic tablet, um, a little bit of fish oil in there, like liquid fish oil in there. And I'm missing something. I forget. It'll come back to me. But that's my cocktail. I mix that up. I drink that and I make my coffee. I have a large lung black with half warm oat milk at home. And then we just chill. Like we'd really just try to like sit in the lounge room, drink our coffee. The boys play. Like we try not to have like TV or anything in the morning. And sometimes I'll put on lo-fi beats. What's Do you know that? lo-fi beats? No. no. Okay. Okay. If you want to make your house feel like a resort, just go on um, Spotify and okay. type in lo-fi beats. It's like a Spotify made playlist and it's like. Okay. It's like, it's lounge okay. music. Wow. So when we go to Elements of Byron, which is a really beautiful resort, that's what they play. So we played in our house and we're like. So you bring that vibe it. back home. Yeah. So we're in our robes. I just ordered. Oh. I have this matcha robe. like this. It's like the color of your matcha. I've seen it on okay. your stories. I got Fox the same one. It's by a brand called Homie. It's yeah. so good. And so I'm waiting for his to come because he was jealous of my robe oh. situation. And we just like chill. And then I usually make like French toast or like oh. I love cooking. So we always have a cooked breakfast. And I like moving slow in the morning. So I wake up early so I can move slow and then... I'm off to Pilates or I'm off to the gym. And what time has all that happened? So six, I don't know, I'm up at like 6.30. I'm out the door at 7.45 because I either take the kids, mm-hmm. I take the boys to crash with me to my gym or if Kurt can start later at work, then I go without them and I'll go to like a Pilates class or something. But I'm inspired. Yeah, this <laughs> is a really nice morning routine. I love it. Yeah. Oh my god! I and like I used, I used to drink my coffee in the car, and I just like I just don't enjoy like that. it. I just love I love mornings. I love the slowness of mornings, and like because we live by the coast, like opening the doors, you can like smell the salt air. And do you know what? Living it. by the sea is more inspiring. Like when I used to live in the totally. city, I never had a morning routine. Like would not get up before like half seven eight. Yeah, come straight to work. And now that I live by the water, like if I'm not up by like six, I feel like sick. I'm like, what's happened? I've messed up my whole day. People say that though. We had friends come over from Canada and they were like, everyone is so healthy around here. And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, we were driving around at like 5am and everyone's running the Esplanade, which is like our beach coastal walk. Everyone's running. People were like, I ride my bike everywhere. Like, why would I drive? I'd like ride my bike. Malachi sits on the back in the baby seat. Like, it's true. You are a reflection of kind of where you live as well. So I feel really, really grateful that... I live in the suburb that was always my dream and it's very like health conscious, people are active, but not in like a snobby way. Everyone's very like, I like can walk up the street in my pajamas and people are like, how's it going? (laughs) (laughs) I'd probably like to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I love mornings. Mornings was like, I thrive. So that really sets you up for your day. That's like how you're starting your day. Yeah. Yeah. If I, if I randomly well, I never get to sleep in but if I don't have time for my morning routine I really I feel it throughout the day yeah. I just feel behind the eight ball and it just doesn't even set up my mind properly yeah that's fair yeah okay so you're a morning gal but yep. what about your nighttime routine 
Oh what does that gosh. look like? I wish it was bouge. It's just, <laughs> it's very wholesome, but we have family showers. So we have this big shower that's like a double Aww, head shower. That is the cutest thing I've ever <laughs> had. So do you know what? It is, there's, there's a multitude of reasons for mm-hmm. this, okay? Um, time wise. So, like, I'm just going to give you a visual. There's two shower heads. <laughs> right. yep, We're ready. all naked. <laughs> <laughs> so the boys play on one side. There's, like, Duplo and toys everywhere. And me and Kurt stand on the other one. And that's our one chance to talk. Because during dinner, Fox, our four-year-old, dominates and just like tells us about like preschool and like lizards and like sharks and we're like it's so good (laughs) and so this is our one chance that Kurt and I like talk and like kick each other out of the shower like the water because like guys are annoying and anyway so usually I stand under the water and he just has to stand there and talk to me (laughs) (laughs) so we have dinner at 5 30 because I've got kids and also I hate like eating big meals late and Mm -hmm. I'm a snacker so I need time I need time to dessert after yeah so we have our big dinner at like 5.30 and then we always, oh my gosh, Malachi, my 16-month-old, I've like created a monster. He's addicted to ice cream to the point that like he will grab onto our freezer and like shake it <laughs> and I'm like, it's in back. We have guests come over and I'm like, oh, it's like it's like this personal joke we have and I'm like, oh my gosh, you're like addicted to ice cream. So every single night, every night, he's never not had, had ice cream. Like, honestly. Like, here's the thing. This is where I'm relatable. Like, yeah, we're very healthy. Like, he'll have, like, cheese seed pancakes and LSA butter mm-hmm. and then have pancakes after. I mean, then have ice cream after. Yeah. So, anyway, every night we have, like, ice cream, like, dessert, fun. Um. So, anyway, we do our shower. We put the boys to bed. And, honestly, once the boys are in bed, as much as I want to say, sometimes I go and have an infrared sauna. I do have an infrared. If I'm really burnt out, Kurt will be like, go and have a sauna. I will clean the house. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the time it's like Kurt and I cleaning the house, like getting everything ready because for my morning routine, I have to have mm-hmm. a spotless kitchen. Yeah, fair. So he knows that. So my nighttime routine, I couldn't care less about. It's all about prepping for my morning yeah, routine. Yeah, okay. So the morning routine is it. Is the goat. Yeah. And like in the night, sure, I have like my peppermint tea and stuff like that. But like, I'm just like not a wind down. I don't need, I'm so tired from being a mom. Like I used to really have like my lavender spray and like my music and like calming things. I'm like out. I'm so tired. Your wind down is the busyness of your your day. Literally. And I'm like, oh, one of them's going to wake up in the night and like have wet their pants or something. So I'm like, I need to sleep now. Yeah. Um, Bedtime. Yeah. Take it while you can. Yeah. So that's it's very unglamorous, but sometimes I get an infrared. And that's I think great. that sounds pretty okay, okay, glamorous. Yeah. But I like to have my infrareds and like Fox stands out the front and like we talk, Aww. and then he like hypes me up to do an ice bath after, which is like our pool at the moment because it's freezing. So I like doing my infrareds and like involving Fox and like he's like do it, mum. So I kind of <laughs> save them for like the weekend, and I'm like, do you want to watch me infrared? <laughs> <laughs> you stand there you just stand and talk to me which he loves he just loves well, talking hate man. So. yeah honestly I can Aww. just lay there I'm like tell me a story and he'll be like well <laughs> talk, talk, talk. I'm obsessed with him he's the best yeah. cute yeah he wants his own podcast so and his oh, own, does he he wants his own YouTube channel I'm like just wait a little bit but he also, sounds like he's like a little version of you from what you've been saying it's scary yeah, but also I say to everyone he's like a mini version of me but also Kurt and then I say like Kurt and I kind of like twins like it's unfortunate because we have very similar skill sets. So in business, we don't complement each other. Yeah. We are the same person. Like we're both creatives. So in terms of like financials and like organizing, we're both like, meh. <laughs> like, <laughs> but this, get, yeah. this is why I hire people. I'm like, I do this part. So does my husband. So you do the rest. You do the rest. <laughs> yeah. I've seen you both on set. We're like the same person. 
we butt heads because I'm like, it. I'm the boss. He's like, I'm the I boss. I love it when Kurt tries to make you do things. Oh my, he could never. <laughs> I, no. No. Like, He's this. the head of our house. I love that. I like yeah. the man being head of the house. But like, I'm the head of the shoot day. Yeah. Like, I'm. <laughs> She's there. Yeah. You don't tell me what to do. Mm, no. <laughs> then you try and get me involved, and I'm like, no. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, be I'm, on my side. No, I'm like, I can't, I can't. I'm yeah, and then sure. when he leaves, you're like, you were right. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and then she's like, Laura said I was right last time. I do. Time, I like, will rat you out. I'll be like, Kurt, you know Laura hates you. <laughs> <laughs> Laura hates what you just done. No, I don't. I'm like, say no, that. love it. I don't say that. <laughs> no. Okay, so you've got your morning routine. You've got your nighttime routine. Mm-hmm. Everyone probably wants to know this. What is your workout routine? My workout routine right now is so good. I love it. It's su- uh, it's such a good sense of balance for me. Okay. So now that I'm 16 months postpartum, I'm like, okay, I feel normal again. Well, not normal, but like I don't feel postpartum-y, you know? I'm like, okay, I'm back in the swing of things. I know my body. I like, I feel good. So Monday I do my own glute session. And honestly, it took me a while to want to train alone again. Like when I'm postpartum, I need a class or I need to be doing one of my programs with like one of my friends. I just didn't like working out alone. Also, I need a good workout playlist because if I'm on my phone pressing next, it just like ruins my vibe. So Monday I do glutes with like dumbbells. And honestly, the heaviest I go is a 10 kilo dumbbell. I hate heavy barbells. Um, especially more now that I have kids because I'm picking them up all the time and I'm like, it actually doesn't feel good on my bones. I'm all about um, like resistance training and progressive overload and I I like high reps. Like I'm like burn it out, like Pilates-based weights, if that makes sense, like functional weights. So I do a lot of booty bands. I do a lot of like Bulgarian split squats, so it's legs. Tuesday I do bar Pilates, which I did today. Today's a Tuesday. Bar Pilates, I do a class stunning it's like full body you sweat you don't stop moving 45 minutes I should also preface this all of my workouts are 45 minutes because on Monday the boys go to creche it's only 45 minutes which is good because I drop them at creche and I can't fluff around like I have to be there be efficient 45 minutes is all you need back in the day I used to literally train for two hours wow disgusting I know never like, you would just dread that I would dread I was working out if I was thinking that. I was very depressed then yeah honestly I was heartbroken so I was like I have nothing else to do may as well get shredded yeah <laughs> fair but honestly like she's there for the glow up but yeah <laughs> but I, I I really I feel um one of the strongest and fittest I have been now and then before my wedding and I was training for 45 minutes you do hear that like it's like the overtraining and like that was such a big thing even like a few years ago where yep. everyone was overtraining and under eating but it's like you and don't I didn't believe that people though I, I would see these you know super healthy fit women saying 45 minutes and I'd be like you're lying you are lying no well I'm not saying that I'm super fit or anything but like um I train for 45 minutes a session now and if you are purposeful with your time and you structure your workout properly that's all you need like you shouldn't really be able to do more than 45 minutes or you should really be like pushing yourself harder Mm. I feel for me anyway so Tuesday's Pilates Wednesday is ideally a long walk or a rest whatever um Thursday is upper body again my own session Friday is hot Pilates I am a sicko I'm a slut for hot Pilates Mm. it's my favorite workout class like you you just walk in there and you're already sweating everything out it's so good and then Saturday is a bonus workout if possible. Like often we're doing like we go rock climbing as a family or something, but sometimes I'll do it just a full body workout. That's my current routine. It changes all the time because I'm all about in maintaining a good fitness and like wellness routine, honor your season and honor your preferences. And like sometimes I only do Pilates. Other times I only do heavy 
dumbbells. Like I always change and I think honoring that way human and evolving is not only normal, but it's good. So change your routine. And even if you hear mine, don't replicate it. Like if you hate the idea of it, don't do it. Listen to your body. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And so how did you find going from being pregnant to postpartum training? Was it hard? And yes, was what everyone would probably want to know is how did you snap back so quickly? Yeah. And amazingly. That word snap back, it gets a lot of, gets a lot of hate, which I get, which I get because there's like this, I wouldn't, maybe not like two groups of people, but like my comments are extreme. It's like one woman saying, you know, I'm so inspired. How did you, um, for lack of a better term, snap back? Like how, how, how are you now working out? How are you functional? How are you a fit mother? You know, how are you like running with your kids? Okay. Or on the flip side, it's like you're putting pressure on women to look a certain way. I would never want my content to be like that. Obviously, circling back to 2013, why I started my channel, it's about inspiring women. And I'm telling you, being being fit as a mother is the best. Like it's the best feeling. And of course, I want to look good. I want to feel confident in my skin. I want to put on an outfit and be like killing it, fire. Mm. I don't think anyone doesn't want to feel like that. So I'd be lying if I said, I don't care what I look like. I care, of course. But it is not the driving factor because that would... I couldn't maintain motivation if I just wanted to look good because there's certain days that I'd be like, ugh, just let me be a potato. I don't care. It's number one, setting me up for the day when I work out at 8 a.m. It sets my mind up. I feel good. It gets my endorphins running. Like scientifically, we all know it makes us better people. Um, but just being fit as a mother, like I'm telling you, Malachi is a chunk. He is he <laughs> he is genuinely just as heavy as my four year old, and I deadlift him every day. You need strength, seriously. <laughs> so that's why I also only lift like ten kilo weights now with dumbbells because I'm like I'm constantly lifting yeah, you're Malachi all day. Um, that's a workout I, in itself, truly. <laughs> and like running after like the scooter and running next to the bike, like I love showing my kids how to be fit and like prioritizing that in front of them. But my answer to that, even like snapping back, is do not wait to have your baby and oh, then I'll get into it. Like then I'll have my routine. It's all about moving during pregnancy and obviously not thrashing yourself because it's not safe during pregnancy. You shouldn't be working out to a point that like you can't talk through your workouts. You should always be able to talk when you're pregnant. Um, But maintaining a workout routine during pregnancy is the way that I was able to get back into training, let's say get back into my leggings, that kind of thing. In pregnancy, I do not eat healthy in the first trimester. Like I feel like women want to hear that and same. Like I want to hear someone who's normally really healthy say, yeah, I lived off chicken nuggets and Skittles and (laughs) salt and vinegar chips in my first trimester. I truly do because I feel so sick and it's fine. Like you just got to do what gets you through it. And in the first trimester, I don't train because I feel so sick. Like moving makes me feel sick. Food makes me feel sick. Like it's gross. Um, so just like honor your season, honor your body, but do your best. And even in pregnancy, I get a thing called SPD, which is like this big pelvic pain. So I can't do anything that splits my legs. That's no single leg exercises. I can't walk. I can't do like step ups. I can't do lunges. It's very limiting, but it's a mindset. It's like knowing that it's fleeting. It's not forever. And then I just adapt. I do a lot of like upper body. Mm. Um, I do a lot of narrow leg squats. Um, I can go on the bike a little bit. Um, yeah, it's just maintaining that consistency during pregnancy. It's everything. Okay. 
So how often were you working out in pregnancy then? Like what was the what was the difference for you? Same. Like I was working out probably even more, I feel, than I am now because now I have two kids, mm-hmm. whereas before I just like had Foxy. Um, but I probably was working out five times a week then, but it just obviously wasn't intense. It was pretty limited. Um, now I collaborated with my physio. She's a pelvic floor physio. She's amazing, Charlotte Conlon. Um, so we teamed up together and we created a 24-week pregnancy workout guide. So that's basically what I do. It's just like pregnancy safe workouts, but yours five times a week, but just for 45 minutes or half an hour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're taking notes. <laughs> this is what to do and in then, pregnancy. And then in yeah. terms of once you've given birth, I have at least seven weeks totally off, like completely off. Like no, I know some of my friends like do a little arm workout. Like I do nothing. I do nothing. I'm like in my newborn bubble and I'm really, really slow to get back into it. Charlotte and I are currently working on our postpartum guide because mm-hmm. I found that really, I guess, nerve. I, I didn't know what to do. I really, in terms of like pregnancy, I was like, should I be doing abs or like, is that bad? Like I don't want to get abs separation. So all of that is answered in our that's exciting guide. but this one like when you're postpartum I'm like I yeah I want to get my abs back and I want to do legs but like once you've given birth it's like you feel so loose and goosey and you are because your body gets ready to give birth so all of your joints um are loose wow. so you can get injured really easy and you feel it like you feel unstable for me anyway and I know a lot of my friends we feel really unstable in our body yeah which you are so you have to be really careful when you go back into it and not be reactive not be like I want to snap back it's like the what is that saying it's like the tortoise wins the race or like yeah, the not yeah. yeah and that is truly it like people I got a few hate comments the other day. I was showing one of the activewear pieces saying like, this is how it fits. And someone was like, you have abs and you have two kids. Like this is damaging. I'm like, no, I gave birth 16 months ago, you know, and I was working out every day in my pregnancy in a nice, calm way. I work out now four to five times a week. Like I'm healthy. I engage my core when I lift, when I deadlift my baby, (laughs) like, you can, you can do it. You know, it's all about consistency, not intensity. Just be consistent. Yeah. Okay. And how do you deal with comparing yourself to pre-pregnancy to now? Because I know obviously you said like, it's not about snapping back because you are, you have, your body has changed. Like how do you deal with that? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like falling in love with your body now and relearning yourself because when, once you've given birth, you are so unfamiliar. It's like you're in someone else's body and I don't even mean how you look for me because I had not great deliveries. I had the forceps, which is like tongs in you basically. They like pull your baby out and an episiotomy where they have to like cut you. And especially if you're listening to this and you've had like a C-section, you really are navigating this body that you've never experienced before. So comparing ourselves to our old self, there is no benefit in that, you know? So I think, especially after my first pregnancy, I learned a lot. Um, And I'm like... I'm all about feeling my best self every day. And I know from experience, why would I look back at my 2017 self when I just had myself to look after? I didn't even have the businesses that I run now. I didn't have kids. Like it is so unrealistic. And also I was like 10 years younger back in, you know, when I started YouTube, I think it's like falling in love with yourself now and honoring your season, honoring what your body has gone through. And also knowing like, I love that saying, I think my mom said it to me, you were never going to look as good as, you're never going to look as good as you do now, mm-hmm. basically. Like 
I mean, kind of. It depends if you go through a that's confronting crazy. <laughs> like, like it's oh, all relative. No. Like if you're going to go through a crazy glow up, fine. Yeah. But I mean, in an in sense of like youthfulness, you are only going to be this young once. So knowing that I am, you know really good I'm really consistent with my workout routine I have a really good balance of like I have ice cream every night but I eat as healthy as I can I'm doing my best and I'm really content I'm only going to be this young once I'm 30 next year I'll be 31 then I'll be 32 so it's like I think us as society need to be so content in who we are now because we're only this age once and especially if you are just doing your best no one's going to be perfect but if you are making an effort to be healthy and to be fit ish you know go to some workout classes and pour into your wellness cup then just really try to love yourself and be content and only follow people on social media who make you feel good about yourself Mm. and inspire you you need to leave them feeling inspired and motivated I'm very conscious with who I follow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think everyone should be. Yeah. And that's something that you do for a lot of women too, which is amazing. I hope so. And like, that's where the fine line is of being motivational, inspirational, but not making people feel bad. And I don't, I don't think there's ever a, a perfect post that is going to please the masses because I understand that. Um, if you are not feeling great in your own skin and you see this influencer posting abs and she's got two kids and like, I understand how that would feel, especially if for, for, you know, your own reasons, you can't work out and you can't eat healthy. And there's always, you know, people are going through different things. I really empathize with that. But also there's women who, who want to know what I'm doing and they want to, you know, hear my routine and they want to know the reality of what I'm doing. And I don't know. I'm really happy sharing that because I, I'm truly so balanced now, like 80, 20, you know, I'm not working out every day. I'm not going crazy in the gym. I'm like eating a little bit of everything. I'm love chocolate. So yeah. Yeah. I feel good sharing it because I'm like, no, this is really, really, this is really realistic. This is really maintainable. This is really healthy. So she's real. She's real. Okay. So speaking of inspiring people to look and feel good, what is your genuine number one beauty wellness tip? Okay. I'll, I'll give you a few because I feel like the main ones are like, oh, okay, okay. shut up. Okay. Seriously. Drink water. Yes, I know. <laughs> like, But we all know like yeah. our skin looks flawless. Get lots of sleep. That's why I feel like when you're postpartum, like just like try to look your best, but like you're not going to be looking yeah. like you're not going to slay because mm-hmm. we're all tired. <laughs> um, two products I love, hyaluronic acid on wet skin. I feel like that's like what people do wrong. They just like slap hyaluronic serum on their skin. You have to have damp skin. Okay. Otherwise, you do you know this? No, I don't even use hyaluronic acid. No, either guys. do I. I guys, oh my gosh. Okay, you want to be like ju- like dewy, glowy skin, which like you guys look anyway, but if you want to elevate it. Okay. Um, so hyaluronic acid basically attracts water. So if you, it, you, you go buy a serum, you're excited, you do your cleanser, you pat it dry, you put a serum on, right? Wrong. Do not do that with hyaluronic serum because you're going to get trans epidermal water loss. So you want to put a spray, like a mist or a, like a really hydrating toner or an essence or just plain water. I honestly like to do plain water. Slap it on your skin, do a little bit of hyaluronic serum on your face and it will help draw that water into your skin and like you look plump and glowy. Okay, okay. Stunning, stunning. I prefer hyaluronic serum alone. A lot of products have hyaluronic acid in it, mm-hmm. um, but I feel... I notice a huge difference when I just use hyaluronic. And serum. is that morning and night? I do morning and night. Yes. Okay. And then also another complementary serum that I use at nighttime is niacinamide. Okay. Yeah. Just like plain niacinamide. The niacinamide I use is from, I think the brand is called Synergy. I'm pretty sure I do use that at nighttime. Um, and then I use the Esme Hyaluronic Morning and Night. 
Um, I also love a retinol. I have a full skincare routine that like it changed. It, it's like my workout routine. Okay, like talk us through the skincare really? routine. Really? We want to know. Let's we want to know. Really? Okay. Well, now that I'm not breastfeeding, it's like down pat, right? Because mm-hmm. when you're breastfeeding, you can't use like certain actives and things like that. Um, and also I have very acne prone skin. That's the whole reason I started my channel because I was governed. I was like dictated by my acne. So I'm very passionate about it. And even now, if I slip up, I will get my acne back. Not to the extent that I used to have it, but yeah, I can break out easy. Mm-hmm. So um, I will go in. I'm all about a gentle cleanser. I don't really like lots of foam. I prefer a gel cleanser or sometimes a cream cleanser. But number one, if you're wearing makeup, you have to get an oil cleanser. Are we on the oil I train? Love, yeah, I have an oil cleanser. My two faves best. are, I actually like the go-to one, Tatcha. The Tatcha oil cleanser is luxury. Really? And again, if you are a nighttime routine girly and you love like romanticizing your nighttime routine, add the Tatcha oil into it. The smell, it's like, it's like not too fruity. It's like white tea or something. It's stunning. So I put that on, massage it in, massage it into my mascara, wipe it off with a crocheted towel. Then I go in with a gel cleanser. I chop and change. I like Esme, but I'm currently using this one from Synergy. It's this new brand that my beautician got me onto one, got me onto. It's amazing. I do my cleanser and then I always go in with an essence not really a toner, just like some kind of water. Um, in the morning, I will do my hyaluronic and then just a basic moisturizer and then this like sun cream zinc thing. And then I usually don't wear makeup. But at nighttime, I will do one to two retinols a week. So retinol is just like, it's like in a serum kind of form. And I feel a little bit of tingling on my skin and it just makes the cell turnover happen like super quick and like I'm looking fresh and gorgeous. And then On the other nights, I will do a chemical exfoliant. I much prefer chemical exfoliants over abrasive exfoliants, so like a physical. So a physical exfoliant is like your scrubs, Mm. like with an actual grit, and then your chemical exfoliants are like your lactic acids and your glycolic acids. I much prefer chemical. Um, So I do like two of those a week. And then in terms of masks, I hate clay masks. I'm all about like clay masks. I hate them. I feel like they dry out my skin too much. And then two days later, my skin will compensate. Yeah, okay. like, yeah, I get that. And I, I just don't like anything that dries on my skin. I like everything moist. Yeah. Again, there's two touch of products I love, which like, here's the thing. I am very health conscious, but I, I do like products that aren't like super natural. I find that if my skin products are like just all natural, they don't work as well. Um, and I like, I know there's elements to this, like it's bad for your bloodstream and your mm-hmm. hormonal disruptors. Like I know, but you got to pick your battles, right? Yeah. In terms of skincare, I don't mind if it has fragrance and everything because, like, it's all about priorities. I'm like, oh, my skincare is my priority right now. Maybe maybe in a few years yeah. I'll, like, change my you way. You want to enjoy the experience? Like, I used to use honey and olive oil on my skin only. <laughs> I've been I've been her. I used to be yeah. raw vegan and just use honey on my skin. And now I'm in my chemical era. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> you know, like, I buy organic I potatoes. Yeah. Chemical era. yeah, I buy organic <laughs> potatoes. But I, but Tatcha is like known to not be fragrance free. So yeah. like, yeah. you know, don't, I don't, I'm like calling said, myself pick out. Your pick your battles. Pick your battles. Totally. And we're picking Tatcha. Yes. Yes. Your skin is glowing. So yeah. it's obviously working. I feel tired first. He wants it as skin. There you go. <laughs> but just one mask a week. And I feel like, um, yeah, just having structure, like structure your skincare routine. Like you structure your workout routine or if you like plan your dinners in advance, which I like to do as well. Um, it's invest in your skincare and it will work, especially in terms of like if you can do a retinol and exfoliations and like 
smack, mix them up, um, it works. Yeah, okay. I think I need a new shopping list after yes, this. I'm going Set straight. A and like, you know how people have like, my I think your girl's going to kill me. Well, you know how people are like, oh, Thursday is my tanning night. Like yeah. I only fake tan if I have like a photo shoot. So yeah. I don't really fake tan, but like Thursday night's my retinol night. Okay. You know, like okay. make that your thing. And like, I will have that one night where like I wash my hair, I do my mask, I like put a hair mask in. This I'm into so masking. Nice. Okay. And I'm I mo- masking. and I moisturize my whole body every night. Yeah, so do we. We're good for that. Good. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Morning my- and night. Oh my Yeah. Especially in the winter with yeah. we're out here. And we have a tan and routine. Do it's you? really important for us. Do yeah. you? Do you know one of the best things I think you can do, which I will do it before a shoot and and Leah, our makeup artist, she'll always go, why is your skin so glowy? I'm like, this is why. I keep a little bit of almond oil in my shower and on wet skin. So you turn off your shower and on wet skin, you get a little bit and you rub it all over your body. Get out of the shower, pat your skin dry. You are glowing like, I want to say a worm, but that's gross. (laughs) (laughs) Do worms glow? You are glowing just like a radiant sun okay okay that's like a beauty glo- tip. you know when like you know when kim kardashian is like in every single interview you're like how the heck is your chest so shiny and like glowy that's why i didn't oil. do it today so don't judge me <laughs> no i was busy okay but if i did she would be glowing you'd believe me watch me and scarlet every day in europe step out almond oil just like plain glowing glowing in oil yeah i just go to the health food the store and just get plain warm. almond oil or um jojoba jojoba is okay. awesome I just have almond at the moment because I was lazy. But yeah, amazing. <laughs> okay. We're changing up our whole routine. No, I'm inspired. <laughs> Me yeah. too. Morning, yeah. night, skincare. Yeah. Romanticize your life. Romanticize yeah. your skincare routine. Romanticize your morning yeah, routine. Okay. You are in control of your own, I guess, lifestyle and your own routine. Like I always think that you are in control of your own routine. Sure, you've got to do stuff that you don't want to do, but yeah. like make the most of it and make yeah. it bougie. Make okay. it bougie with okay. like little, just little moments. Like put on a robe, put on your little emu slippers. Not oh. real emu, like the brand. <laughs> but then again, it's made from a sheep. So um, <laughs> sorry if you're vegan. Um, oh. Slick your hair back. Like put an eye, eye patches. I just got recently mm-hmm. got into eye patches. I also love a tool. I love yeah, like a guasha. I love a roller. I love ice, the ice balls. The oh, globes, I want them. The I want those globes. I can see them on TikTok all the time. Don't get them. It no, are they, are they not good? No, I think one of the best tools is a roller. I also love um, light therapy, like a, yeah, a mask, infra- yeah. but I have an infrared sauna. Mm. So I want to get the mask, the Dennis Gross, the Dr. Yeah. Gross one, maybe. Yeah, I think it or, is. Or no, the Barbara Stern, the Barbara Stern one. Anyway, I want to get a mask. people use it. But I'm like, I may as well sit in my sauna yeah. and like detox my whole body. Yeah, see, I go to my facial place and just, just for that sometimes. Yeah. If my skin is bad, I will literally just go and sit in my sauna and like put my head up and like have meetings. And I'm like, yeah, I'm so busy. I'm, like, I'm, in, the ob- I'm in the office right now. Busy, busy, busy. <laughs> she, she, can to me. she can multitask. Yeah, she can multitask. So I honestly, I will plan it. I'm like, okay, my, my AirPods will stop working in 20 minutes because it gets too hot. And I'll just batch. Like, this is how I get everything done. I like... Don't do one thing at a time, ever. Like, everything is, like, multi-things, right? Like, when I'm on my walk, we're walking to swimming lessons for the boys. I will, like, do a meeting or, like, touch base with my team and, like, talk and walk and talk. All my meetings, I, like, I'm walking She's multitasking at all times. She can do it all. I'm quite like that, too. Like, I feel like I can't do certain things without having another layer to it. Like, just doing, like, mundane things, like, relaxing. I have to have something else that I'm doing to make it productive. Yeah, like, we're, like, brushing our teeth, but then we're, like, going around the house, like, doing other things. Oh, I physically can't brush my teeth without doing something. That's, like, a trigger point for me. I need to be... That's like a annoying task. Me, so I'm like, make this work. No, it. this is where your morning routine's going. You're not rem- you're romanticize, rushing. Romanticize. Yeah. Romanticize. I know. You need to get a tongue scraper. 
Yeah, I know. I do, okay. <gasps> oh my gosh, guys, I forgot to tell you one of the most amazing things about my morning routine. It's my coffee. Great. It's a long black with like half warm oat milk. Great. No. Changed my life forever. Take notes. Get your paper and pen. This is what you need to do. This is going to change your sense of like energy throughout the day. Especially okay. if you crash and if you love a double coffee like me, like you like a coffee in the morning and then a coffee in the arvo. Like I'm I'm here for it. Me too. Um, add like one teaspoon of MCT oil to your coffee. Mm. You can't taste it, I swear. Um, then I do a teaspoon of lion's mane and then half a teaspoon of mixed mushrooms, which is like yeah. all your all your um, adaptogens. I can tell you when I went away, the last time I went away, I forgot to bring it all and I felt a crash and I felt like I couldn't access my vocabulary. The number one thing I feel from the adaptogen mushrooms and the MCT oil is like I have full capability to access my vocabulary even when I'm tired. So my thing is like I'm always in a, a, a somewhat of a state of tiredness because I've got kids and like they wake up. But when I have that coffee mix, I'm like, I can deal with this. Like I can compose myself in a meeting I can get my point across when I don't have it I'm like um what's the word sorry I'm like so tired today that yeah, would be wow. me okay that's interesting yeah, I yeah. have all that stuff in the cupboard do you yeah, yeah I've never you don't used use it. it chuck it in a coffee I've got I MCT s- in the cupboard I've got the mushrooms you've got especially if you use a, a, a form of milk in your coffee you don't yeah. just have a long black so you put it in your coffee in my all coffee of this stuff in my coffee yep and, and it's like a MCT coffee <laughs> oh and also in terms of the lion's mane I always get powder form um, I was talking to a, one of the really good naturopaths and she was saying, always go for the powder form. Don't go for the liquid because the liquid has added alcohols in it. Um, the powder form apparently is better. I don't know. I've just been told that. So the powders. Okay. And the MCT is the, it says like brain power. It's like yes, the one. fatty yeah. oil. Yeah. I feel inspired after this podcast. <laughs> but I t- oh I'm telling you, like I love the art and like the ritual of going out for coffee. But I will often go out for a matcha because my morning coffee combo is so important for me. And I feel like I'm just so much more composed throughout the day and my yeah, okay. energy levels are sustained. Um, and then I'll go out and get a matcha. Okay. Because mm-hmm. that's what I would think like major part of my coffee and my morning routine is like physically getting it and the experience of getting the coffee and walking away. But then- I used to be that. I used to be that. That was like everything to me. Um, but I think like I was forced to change when I had a baby because yeah. I was like, oh, it's just easier to stay home. So it kind of accidentally happened. But you know what you could do? You could like bring it with you and add it. Yeah, I'm out in the street. I would. <laughs> I, would I would totally do no, that. I just bring a little, I would yeah. Do that. Especially if you go to the barista and they're like, they know you and you're like, I like, don't think I'm weird. But like, you could just make yeah. it thing, like make it like fun. And and make like, it a cute quirk. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Scarlett does <laughs> in the US. She takes her own matcha powder to like, oh, yeah. I love coffee shops. Do you I know what coffee, I want to do? So. You hate coffee. Well, I, I like coffee, but I had to stop because I was on my own gut journey. Mm. So now I'm a matcha girly, but do you have it like a full matcha bowl, like a like a moment? I do not have a matcha bowl. I just mix it up in my oh, but you have like cup. a you have like a mixer, like yes. So I've been looking for the perfect because I want to make that a moment as well. The perfect all, matcha moment. No, honestly, like I'm especially because I have the boys six days out of seven. There's little moments of my day between the chaos that I really try to romanticize and just like make it really special. And like, I really enjoy making my coffee and like Fox knows I'll be like, I'll talk to you in five minutes. I'm just making my coffee. And even I think your kids knowing those little moments for you and like leaving you alone for that second. So I'm trying to make a matcha moment, but I'm looking Mm -hmm. for the perfect bowl and whisk because like I 
prioritize the aesthetics of my kitchen. So it has to like look a part of it, but I want to make that yeah, like okay. the whiskey moment in like my matcha colored robe. I'm obsessed. And, like, the whole romanticizing theme across. Well, my thing is like, I always say to Kurt, I, my goal in life is to have my cake and eat it too. Like, Meaning having my cake is having my boys at home. I want to be a stay-at-home mom, but eat it too is accomplish everything I want to accomplish. And it's like this balance of knowing that you can do everything, but not all at once. And there's a season for everything. There's a season to be really motivated and hustle in your business. There's a season to be more slower paced and be a mom. Yeah. Okay. So obviously a huge part of your job is sharing your life, your routine, recommendations, everything, but obviously a huge side of your job as well is working with brands. How does it look? Like give us the real BTS and intel of how a brand deal goes for you. Are you saying this because I'm being authentically, rawly honest right now? Yes. You're just- <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're getting me in a vulnerable, yeah, honest tell us. Give us the tea. <laughs> it It's crazy. Like this world is, I never... So back in the day, 2013, when like YouTube was kind of like kicking off, Instagram was kicking off, I would do everything for free. Like a brand would be like, we're going to send you some like protein bars or something. Like, can you review them? I was like, oh my, yes, yes, of course. So it took me a while to realize I go, oh, this is a business. And like, it was a really slow progression. Um, It took me like a year or maybe even over to get a manager because I got to a point that I was like, oh. Um, So now that I've been in this world for 10 years, it like I feel like I know the ins and outs and my advice if you're listening to this and you want advice because you're trying to build a personal brand and like grow your socials or you know just make it make it your full-time job it's to know your long-term goal and to prioritize that over the short win because let me tell you I have been offered some crazy money and collaborations for a brand that I don't use or I don't like and I'm like I'm not in this. I don't do this for the money. I truly don't. If I did, you would know about it. I, yeah, I I would be not working with certain brands that I work with and I would be working with other brands who have massive budgets and that's not my intention. Like I know back when I started Sarah's Day, I was like, I know where I want Sarah's Day to be in 2030. I know what brands I love. I know who I want to work with. I know the content I want to make. And so it's just knowing yeah, sure, knowing your worth, knowing your rates and everything, but like don't be swooned by money because it's not going to serve your brand in the long run and that is going to give you that sustainable income. And that and that I was saying to the girls before, you know you are not in the right field or doing the right thing when you're burning out. And if you are just saying yes to money and you're doing a sponsored brand for something you hate, it's exhausting. It's really hard to get the words out. It's hard to be authentic. But I say yes to products that I love. Like most of the time I'm using a product, um, the brand sees it and they'll slide into my emails and be like, oh my gosh, we saw that you're wearing our robe. Um, do you want to work together? And I'm like, yeah, that's 90% of my staff. That's how it works. Um, or someone will slide into my DMs, um, not even DMs. I don't get to, my DMs are crazy. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I don't, if people DM me, I, don't, I, I try to read as many as I can. Um, someone slides into my emails and I will look at the brand. I'm like, oh my gosh, like how did I not know about this? And then my manager will negotiate and whatever. Yeah. But I only work with brands that I love, but only like in the first few years, I would be like, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's different now, you know, yeah. like yeah. don't be swooned by the money, but it is, yeah. it's tempting. It must be tempting. Nah, it's no. not. Nah. No, no, because. I think because I came from such humble beginnings, right? Mm -hmm. Like I had such a great childhood and 
my, and even now I'm so close with my family that like they keep me grounded. Like even, even when I, like I, I drive a Range Rover, which like, yeah, it's, an, it's, it's great. Like it's my dream car. Um, but even when I rock up every time my dad's like, oh my gosh, you're so up yourself in your Range Rover. Like I love <laughs> that he says that. I'm like, keep me grounded. Yes. Yeah. But I think like before I started all of this, I would, I have it in a journal. I just wanted to be able to like live I wouldn't be able to afford to live close enough to my parents, whether it was like a granny flat or an apartment. So like, I am so grateful that I live so close to my parents in a house. Like, I'm just so grateful. Yeah, it's not hard to say no to those kind of collaborations. I'm like, yeah, I want to do that. Well, it's nice that you can stay like true to yourself. And that's why people are going to trust you when you are promoting things that that's actually what you're using. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And people, people know, like, I feel like, um, people who follow my Insta stories and like my vlogs, they see these products popping up, popping up. Yeah. And then in like six months time, then I'm like, start. they're sponsoring the video. So like everyone knows like, yeah, yeah. I've been using this forever. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think it comes across that you've done a good job of keeping yeah. it like that. Okay. So you're obviously known for your amazing recipes and cooking. Mm-hmm. What is your day on a plate? What does it look like? My day on a plate. Okay. I always start with eggs always like the other day my friend came over with an acai bowl she's like do you want to buy it I was like I could I cannot have anything sweet in the morning if I'm pregnant different story yes but in normal life like eggs I was thinking the other day you know that game when it's like what would be your last meal avocado and eggs on toast like it's my favorite meal I'm so basic nah so we always play this game randomly when we need to have conversations we always play this game with everyone and it's if you could literally have one meal for the rest of your life and you can only have three ingredients oh what would it be it's eggs avocado eggs okay sourdough of course can i have salt yeah you're allowed salt and pepper but nothing else that's all i need heavy salt okay Okay. so in the morning i have two pieces of sourdough i get it from like this little local bakery sourdough um Lots of avo. I'm having a little bit of cottage cheese at the moment. Extra protein. Mm. So are you. Like the high protein yeah, cottage cheese. We love that. that. Are you loving that girl's TikTok? The cottage cheese, mustard, sausage. <gasps> yes. I haven't done it yet, but I, I, I'll i get to it. It looks it's good. It's inspired my yeah. lunches. It has inspired my lunches. So yeah. in the morning I have, that's a lie. It's not even in the morning. It's probably like brunch-ish because um, I go have my coffee. I go and then I feel fine because I've got the MCT oil in my coffee. If I don't have oil, I will probably have like a banana or something, but the oil kind of like ties me over. That sounds really weird, but like it does. Yeah. Then I come home and I probably eat like around 10 a.m., sometimes nine at the earliest, but 10. Two slices of uh, sourdough, two eggs, avocado, cottage cheese, lots of salt, chili flakes, maybe like chili oil pepper like make it a moment and I always sit outside if it's good weather and eat I try not to eat um watching any screens I really like to be present and like I focus on like chewing and eating in the moment um because you know years ago I was definitely really obsessed with what I ate and like obsessed with eating clean and like I was never satisfied and always hungry and so I feel like I've evolved so much in not only what I eat and like a sense of balance and like loving bread and loving pasta and loving rice and like ice cream but like I'm always doing my best to be really present when I eat meals, but I'm just still watching the boys and making sure they don't choke on bark. (laughs) So there's that. Um, And then I will usually after that, I always have to end with something sweet after every single meal, whether even if I'm full, it's just like a bad habit. That's me. But I'm that... I'm that annoying mum who I grab green apples and I just take bites throughout the day and I put it back in the fridge because I work from home. Because I work from home, I can just do that. So I will grab this huge, cold green apple and I take a few bites and I chuck it in the fridge.
fridge. Can I just like chew on that just to like have something sweet? That's in my your mouth? little sweet well, thing. Well, that's a good after. something sweet. Yeah. Or in the morning, it like gets progressively sweeter. But in the morning, I'm a savory girl. Okay. So like my sweet tooth, like she's like asleep, she's like dormant. And then at lunch, she like kind of opens her eyes. And then at night, she's like, <gasps> feed me. So like my sweet tooth, she comes into action. Watch this space. I'll keep telling. So I have my green <laughs> apple and then for lunch, I'm trying to get back into my salads because I've been very open that I, I've been really good for the last two weeks. But prior to that, I was just a, not even obsessed. I was just leaning on muesli bars and protein bars because I wasn't giving myself time. And I was like having mum guilt and like playing with the boys. And I'm like, I'm actually not being the best version of myself and being the best mum. So the past two weeks, I've like taken time to have lunch. Um, Often, honestly, we'll go out for lunch and we'll go to a park and get, I get like this big chicken salad wrap. It's huge and amazing. And with that, I'll have another hot drink, usually a matcha or sometimes a coffee depending or like a decaf coffee. So either like a big chicken salad or a chicken toasty or a big salad with tuna. Like I love tuna. Um, that is lunch. And then after for something sweet, I usually have like a little handful of chocolate buttons, like the ones that you cook with. And then I have like a few dates and I put the chocolate buttons in the dates with like some honey and some peanut butter. And I eat that. It's like a little Snickers. I love that. And like, if you want a Snickers, get a Snickers, but I actually prefer that than a Snickers. Like I feel good after it. So I have that. And then I have to always have a little packet of like one of the kids chips in like mid-afternoon I love chips like savory so we have like these lentil chips or like these little rice salt vinegar chips so like I always have a little chip situation and then I've been inspired by that TikTok girl and I've been having like um, hummus and like carrots and celery because with kids they're always snacking so I just I just mirror them and I'm huge in terms of like meals we always eat meals together like Kurt's at the office but when I eat lunch the boys eat lunch and we have like no screens we sit outside and we eat together um, and that's a totally different topic but I think that really helps why my boys eat so healthy because they see me eating it and they just copy you know yeah. like they're not expected to eat by themselves like I'm eating the same thing and then yeah I kind of just like graze and snack and I often have a smoothie like I can eat a lot of food like I'm a big eater <laughs> so I usually have like a really big smoothie before dinner because I'm like craving something sweet but I know I like don't want to ruin dinner so I usually have like a big um banana protein smoothie with like nut butter in it I add fats to every single meal just to like sustain my energy and just keep me feeling fuller for longer So I have that and then dinner, it's always different. So I plan my dinners a week, like on Sunday and I base it off the meat preference. So I try to have like one vegan, two chicken, one beef, one fish. So it's always different. Like it's often, and Fox is a foodie. So he'll often pick, he'll be like, he wants Sang Cho Bao or like he wants lasagna. (laughs) I love that the four-year-old wants Sang Cho Bao. I didn't know what that was. When I was four. (laughs) He loves my health. I make this healthy, like lean turkey Sang Cho Bao. Um, and I just put like heaps of like hidden, not even hidden because my kids love veggies, but like I'll just like throw heaps of veggies in the sanctuary bao mix. Like I'm huge into, I love meat. So I'll put as many veggies into a predominant meat dish as I can. Mm-hmm. But we don't really have a lot of like plain like chicken and veg. Yeah. Um, I, I We used to when it was just Kurt and I, but now I get to cook for a family. I love making like a big lasagna or a big lamb ragu, like uh, dinner is my biggest meal of the day. I know that's that saying of like, eat like a king at breakfast and eat like a poor man at dinner. Like I'm the opposite. Like I'm like, eat like a queen at dinner. Like yeah. <laughs> I love a big dinner. So it's usually pretty carb heavy. Like it's lots of pasta. Like we love Italian and yeah, pizzas. We make a lot of homemade pizzas, like yeah. making the dough. And then I love dessert. Every night I love the um, Proud and Punch 
ice creams. Oh, yeah, I love them. Um, I'm actually not really into ice cream. I just kind of, like, mirror the boys. The boys eat ice cream and I have FOMO, so I usually have one. <laughs> but I would rather, like, I would rather a beautiful dark chocolate and, like, a handful of, um, like, dried mango or something. Like, yeah, I like chocolate and dried fruit. That's a full that's day of a, food. It's a really good day on a plate. But that's like, there's usually more snacks in there. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, and then I finish the apple throughout the day. Like I bite into the yeah. apple and finish that. And then I, and then I have this really bad habit. I like go to the bougie cheese place and like I buy mm-hmm. like, like three expensive cheeses. Like, eight, like I like filthy cheese, like heavy, like mm. open it, hits you in the face. That's what I want. Okay. Smelly cheese. So I like I open this like aged gouda and I just like take a chunk of it and put it. Because <laughs> no one so your fridge it. is just filled with like things bites. with different bites. Yeah, in it. and then when I take photos of like my Pinterest worthy fridge, I just like push those things aside <laughs> and like right. put kale in front of it. But really, like I'm just since I was little, I remember like going to the fridge, having a spoonful, and walking away. I just love to graze. Yeah, but I notice that I feel better if I have three meals. So I'm slowly getting out of the graze phase. The graze phase. Yeah, I know, but like truthfully I just love like because no one else eats that cheese so I just fully get like (laughs) and every day I have two Brazil nuts it's all the selenium you need and I have a handful of activated walnuts it's the best fat you can have it's an omega-3 okay I'm hungry (laughs) oh wait I'm always hungry Literally. I'm always down to eat. But I feel like people would be surprised with how like that's a lot of foods. Mm. I eat uh, but you've it's been good. around me. I, I know, eat a lot like, of food. It's it's good. We've had lunch like, together. I'm yeah. a big eater. It goes to show it's like a very well balanced diet that like totally. you've got everything. And, and I've totally been through my phase where it wasn't. It was like I was just eating barramundi, pumpkin and kale for every meal. Mm. Honestly, you can you can be super fit and super healthy and like look look great and you can have ice cream and you can have pizza. It's all about moderation. And I think a lot of the time I don't I don't like focusing on calories and macros, but it's just about not overeating. You know, it's like, yeah. honestly, look at some of those um, models in France and Italy and they're just like eating a baguette and like, yeah, it's no. just they don't overeat, you know, like we're not going to use them as health examples and like <laughs> queen health queens. <laughs> but like truly if when I'm, it's like when you go on holidays, right? And you're so not stressed and you know, I don't know, you go to Europe or something and you have the pizza and you have the pasta and you have the bread and your cortisol levels are so dormant and chill that your body isn't holding on to water retention and like fat for, your, your body's not in fight or flight. It's not stressed. Truthfully, mm. I feel my best when I'm really romanticizing elements of my life because it gives my body a chance to relax. And I know that mum life is super stressful. So taking mini moments to tell my hormones like, it's okay to relax, yeah. you know, relax, we're having pizza. And then also if my body is, I don't even really like pizza that much, but like pa- I love pasta. So if my body's craving pasta and maybe I was in a phase that like I can't eat pasta, like I'm trying to look a certain way, I would have a salad instead, but that wouldn't satisfy me. So mm-hmm. then I would go and have some dates and then I would go and have this. And then it becomes this snowball where you're eating things to try to fill that void and fill that gap. I just have a bowl of pasta, just yeah. have a nice moderate size of pasta that honors your body your size your appetite um and then that's all you need Mm. people make it way too complicated sometimes yeah don't they but for me it took a lot of practice yeah and again I would hear people say that like oh yeah I have pasta and they'd have these ripped abs and I'd be like surely not yeah surely not this is when I was in my phase of my breakup and really there's a vlog of me having protein toast it's like literally made of just eggs it was like just protein do you know what I put on the toast what Protein powder. 
No, it's in a vlog. You can find it. I left it up to be like. <laughs> I bet it was you brought eating protein sauce and protein <laughs> powder after that. that. Honestly, and I would have that, and then I would come home and have two pieces of barramundi and a little bit of pumpkin because yeah. it was the lowest carb. It's oh not sustainable, God. is it? It's not when you live those type of like fat diets, I wasn't or happy. and like, and I remember my friends would message me being like, "Do you want to go to lunch?" And I'd be like, "Oh, I can't go to lunch. I can't eat anything there." But now I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah. Like, what of the stories do? It makes you happy. Yes, yes. And listen to your body. Yes, mm-hmm. and happy cells are gorgeous cells. Like, mm-hmm. I really feel like when you are when you are truthfully happy and, like, content in your own skin, it's, it's contagious and you exude that energy. You know when people walk into the room and they just exude this humble confidence and this glow? Like, that's what I aspire to be like. And I know that I'm only able to reach that for myself when I'm – just comfortable in my own skin and I'm eating healthy but honouring my taste buds, like yeah. having mm. my chocolate. You're full of all the mm. advice. I love it. Yeah. The good advice. Well, I, th- I feel like I've been in so many eras. You yeah. know, I've been in like – You've learned a lot. I've been in a really, really bad junk food era mm. and like when my skin was really bad and like I would just be binge drinking, doing Macca's runs. Like there is a video of me and I'm like – I'm like – oh my like 21 or 20 and I'm like drunk on my bed eating a Big Mac and I like often look at that and I'm like I don't even know her. Who is she? And then a few years later I was like super shredded only eating protein bread (laughs) on toast protein (laughs) toast and now I'm like having pasta doing a little bit of Pilates and like going for a walk if I have time. But like she's done the work. So you've really been through the full journey of like figuring out what's worked for you and it's yeah. Seems like you've really yeah, I found feel like that. I found it. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. So like no regrets and people often try to bring up my past and I'm like I'm not ashamed of my past mm-hmm. at all. I'm actually really proud that I've come out of that and I got to be my own guinea pig and learn through that and know that I never want to go back there. I don't want to go back into that um, overthinking everything I'm eating and being so antisocial because I felt like I couldn't go out to breakfast and you know I'm not ashamed of it because I'm like oh I'm so grateful that I'm finally here yeah and pregnancy is the best thing that ever happened to me in terms of that so, so what era would you say you're in now my balanced era like my moderation of not even moderation because I don't even train that hard <laughs> <laughs> I guess like I feel like it's hard to say this in this culture at the moment with everything going on but like I'm in my feminine era Mm. you know I was saying it to my friends and I don't know if it's like motherhood or because I'm 30 now but like even in the way that I work out I used to work out like very intense heavy weights like dubstep like Skrillex like intense and like eat lots of meat and (laughs) and now I'm like this very, I guess, stereotypical feminine era, but that's the only way I know how to describe it. It's like slower Pilates and body weight exercises. And like, it was a lot of the inspo of this. It's just like those like, like bando bras and like lots of like salads and greens and smoothies and juices and like moving slow and like going on long walks with my friends and like saying no to meetings because I'm going to go and hang out with my mom group. Like I have like these beautiful little mom groups and we go on play dates and I do lots of picnics. Like, I'm in, I'm in this era of like slowness, even though my life, my day-to-day life is very busy, I'm busy doing slow things. Yeah. You know, I'm busy going from a picnic to swimming lessons, to cleaning the house, to doing painting with the boys. It's chaos, but it's like slow living. Um, yeah, like my feminine slow era. 
That's it. That's what it is. I love that. Yeah, I love that too. So you're like busy filling your cup. Yes. 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 Exactly. And it's like it's so funny because my friend, one of my best friends, is potentially going to start trying for a baby, and she's been asking me like are you actually happy? She's like, I talk to so many mums and they say like, oh, like I, oh, he's so hard, but like best thing that ever happened to me. And she's like, I can't believe you. And I said, I am truly my happiest self with my boys, but I'm also the most stressed. So it's like this weird oxymoron of like, honestly, I'm, I'm only completely content when I'm with my children, but I am like, I'm never stressed at work. It's like a different level of stress. Yeah. So it's like, it's weird. It's such a weird phase. Like motherhood with young kids, like you'll know, you're like so happy because they're so beautiful and you love them. But like, are they going to choke? Yeah. Like, please don't touch that. Oh my gosh, there's paint on the walls. Oh, they're having a meltdown. They're not going to sleep. Like it's like this weird emotional, that's why you need to take little moments Yeah. because it's, it's intense. Well, you've, that's what yeah. you've got your morning and your nighttime routine for, right? My nighttime, is, <laughs> my, my nighttime routine, my nighttime routine needs some roses. Okay. Some, uh, you know, some... <laughs> some, not even spice it needs like some lavender or something <laughs> some lavender oil yeah yeah like lavender spray yeah <laughs> it's just so not aesthetic but my morning's good my the morning's yeah. you're good. setting yourself up for your morning like yeah. you yeah. said yeah so we talk a lot about dating advice here on after hours Love it. so you and Kurt have been together for a long time doing everything together from parenting to running successful businesses what is one piece of advice you'd give for someone maintaining a strong relationship, especially with all those stresses of life? One of the best things my mum ever said to me, I remember, so before um, marrying Kurt and meeting Kurt, I was in a previous relationship for seven years. Um, and he, yeah, he was so beautiful and we got along really well. And I, I remember thinking like, is this my person? Like, like, should I break up with him? We are going through this, this, you know, issue, which obviously we ended up breaking up. Um, and I remember saying to my mum, like, should I break up with him? Like, what do I do? And she said, you, no one is ever going to be perfect, but whatever issue is going on, you need to decide, can you live with that for the rest of your life? And I know everyone's been told that, but she really just said, sit and stew on it. If you are going to bring this character trait up again with him, then, then you need to break up because it's not fair on him. Um, so I think I've really taken that advice and put that into practice with all of my relationships from that one to my my husband now and even if Kurt and I have arguments about some a, a character trait of either of ours that's never going to change um we will articulate that to each other and say I'm telling you now this is a characteristic trait of mine that is never going to change you either need to accept it or like this is not going to work so I think it's knowing that the grass is not greener on the other side right like there's, there's always going to be something that is not wrong, but like going to annoy you about your partner always. But can you live with that? And can you not keep bringing it up when you have arguments? Then you can be with that person. Because there's stuff about me that annoys Kurt. There's stuff about Kurt that annoys me. But I just have to accept that that is him and that's what makes him him. And it just makes our relationship so much better because we just don't fight about that characteristic. And we've just articulated those two characteristics yeah. to each other. <laughs> Like I'm impatient. I was going to say, I want to ask what I'm, those characteristics are. I'm really impatient. And if I mm-hmm. ask, can you take the bins out? Can you go now? Like right now. Like right now. Like I'm <laughs> so impatient. I get it from my dad. Like I'm so impatient. Um, and he is like really disorganized in terms of like, he'll go, yeah, I'll do it in a sec. And it will never happen. <laughs> so like I try to sit down and I'm like, 
I'm like, okay, well, let's like problem solve, right? Like let's like put in structures and like strategies to make this not happen again. So I like, I'm into setting up your calendar and my phone gives me reminders all throughout the day. Like uh, get chicken out of the fridge, do this. Like my phone, everything is organized. Structured. So I'll be like, oh, can you go to the post office and do this? He'll go, yeah, I'll go later. I'm like, put it in your phone because you'll forget. And he doesn't. And like, I just put my hands in the air and I go, that's Kurt. Yeah. That's Kurt. And you know what? I always fall back. He's the best dad. So if I'm ever angry at him, I'm like, oh, you're such a good dad. Thank you about the goods. <laughs> he's you such a good, the bad. Yeah. yeah. He's such a good dad and like he's such a great husband. But I'm like, you're so annoying. But like, you're so great. So yeah. it's fine. Communication about being honest and yeah. then accepting. Yeah. yeah and that's I'm, some I, good I like advice. I'm a talk around her. Like I can't, yeah. I can't subdue it and bottle it up. Yeah. I'm like, we need to have a round table discussion tonight. <laughs> Let's set. Yeah. Yeah. I'll like plan it. I'm like, tonight, me and you. Infrared sauna, chat. Yeah. It's in the phone, it's in the notes, (laughs) chat. Yeah, yeah, my notes section. It's like a mix of creativity and like family talking points. (laughs) (laughs) That's healthy. You need to talk about that kind of stuff and hash it out. Yeah. And like Kurt's my best friend and he's a huge talker. Like you guys know him. Mm -hmm. He's not like one of the girls. That sounds bad, but like I can talk to him about anything. Yeah. He's good like that. No, yous are definitely good together. It's evident. Yeah, we're good together. But like I said, we're both like, you know that yin yang? Mm -hmm. We're both yang. Yeah. We need some yin somewhere. Malachi's our yin. (laughs) Okay. Fox, me and Kurt, we're yang, yang, yang. (laughs) Malachi's like, like, peace, baby. (laughs) Chill out, everyone. Yeah, literally. He's like, why is everyone screaming? (laughs) (laughs) He'll be the mediator when when it's his time. He's the surfer. We know it. Like, he's just like, he'll just sit on the beach, honestly, and be like, this is sick. Like he doesn't say that he can't speak, but I can feel that's what he's saying. <laughs> if you could go back to Sarah at the start of her career and tell her one thing, what would it be? Don't do content for free protein bars. No, <laughs> <laughs> I would just say stick to your end goal. Like know your brand and do it for the ten year plan. And I think I have done that, but there's obviously been times where I'm like, oh wow, like that's a crazy good um, collaboration rate. I think just knowing that you're doing it for the right reasons. And I think the word niche is thrown around so much now with like TikTok, like knowing your niche, but just like, and I feel like I've done a good job of this, but just encouragement to stay true to my brand. And I feel like, you know what, maybe back in again, like 2016, I felt pressure to like look like one of those Gymshark girls and like wear Gymshark and like do more weights. And I just thought like to be a fitness influencer, you had to look like that and be doing content like that. Um, whereas now I like, I've always been more of like a dance background. I, I, I did ballet for 17 years. Um, I would just tell myself, you don't need to stick to a trend. People love connecting and they love forming a relationship with you and your soul and you as a person. So don't feel like you need to keep up with the trends, just keep up with the authenticity and like showing the real you. Mm, that's great yeah Yeah, and what what inspires you to stay so authentic like what is your main inspiration for all of that because it must be hard I just like I said with the whole like pregnancy thing it's just connecting with other um, like-minded people and creating the content that I wish I saw and um yeah and even with the vlogs like I just for, for me I love having that personal diary and like often Fox will say can I watch the vlog where I went in the helicopter as a baby and so we'll watch this Hawaii vlog where he was a little bub and he's in the helicopter so I often just vlog for my sake I'm like mm-hmm. I, I want to capture this and then it encourages me to edit it together and put it up and then it's there forever yeah because you know when like you go oh this is such a cool memory in Europe and you you film it on your phone and then it goes on a hard drive or something or then you lose your phone it's dead yeah 
So even for me, like I just selfishly love it, having it as a memory, but I guess my deeper content with like more substance, um, I just want to help someone watching, truly. It makes me feel so good helping, you know, with acne or like health issues or just like mum issues. Yeah, Yeah, people are growing with you and you're helping them at every stage of their life, I suppose, which is nice. And like meeting people in real life and they say, you don't know how much you've helped me get through X, Y, Z. Like um, it's reminds you, wow, like these are real people watching my videos and yeah yeah that is it wow yeah that's amazing what is next and up and coming for you (gasps) so much so I've got my this stupid cookbook I shouldn't say stupid but like far (laughs) out I've been working on this cookbook for two years and I being me I'm a bit of a control freak so I wanted to self-publish which this is my first book ever I think it's my first tangible product I've done by myself um so my cookbook is coming out it should be ready to be um purchased like for Christmas time you should have it by Christmas so I've got my cookbook coming which is a part of my cooking app Sunny um we were just looking at it and it is so nice we're so excited to have that yeah I love it we've got our photo studio that we finally launched so it's like a filming and photo studio that we work from so just like working on that and like doing socials for that um and even just like pouring into content that I'm loving at the moment like sharing more recipes and sharing more of like my morning routine um creating more of a structure for my YouTube channel I feel like I've got so much going on but I'm just very purposeful with what I say yes to and does it honor my big plan like I don't just say yes to things that are like a quick buck I'm like is this helping someone does this help me get to my 10-year goal is this honoring the Sarah's Day brand is it something I'm authentically using so and just like yeah doing doing things that are very purposeful so I can just be with my boys and not work so much working smarter not harder yeah vibes oh that's exciting so we've got a game yes we haven't shown you any of these questions yet so they're just going to be the initial reactions I thrive in this environment yeah give it to me so it's a would you rather okay would you rather lose your instagram or your youtube channel forever instagram okay instagram for sure first of all youtube has more subscribers but it's not even about that youtube is so much harder to build and my life vlogs are on there. Like, mm-hmm. that is everything to me. Like, Instagram, Instagram. Okay. YouTube. Easy. Okay. I'm a YouTube. Like, I would identify as a YouTuber. Okay, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, would you rather give up social media or eat the same dinner for the rest of your life? Oh, give up social media. I'm a foodie. Okay. See ya. See ya. <laughs> and I've already, I've like, back before I started YouTubing and all this stuff, I had, like, goals of like monetary goals and life goals I've already reached them all so like see ya bye she's retired bye. I want <laughs> and my food well and I want lasagna like yeah yeah see ya okay yeah these are easy yeah you're easy. sure of yourself easy. I love it but I'm like I play this game savage like where it's like well that's heavy man so like this is just cookie cutter okay <laughs> I, wish, I wish we got some references no, first I told you guys you know everyone knows I'm an open book I have nothing to hide I'm like you ask me yeah I know fine okay would you rather have all of your dreams play out in real time on instagram Mm -hmm. or your most embarrassing moments go viral on tiktok oh my dreams that i have in my head like so your dreams would you rather they just play out live with no filler on instagram all the time or your most embarrassing moments are viral on tiktok all the time oh i would love the viral one (laughs) okay i was saying to my mom you can't embarrass the unembarrassable like i don't really get embarrassed i love that for you tell me a moment that we've hung out no, I'm I know. just saying Laura because I feel like I've hung out with Laura more. But Scarlett, even. <laughs> um, I just don't get embarrassed. No, you Nothing don't. Nothing embarrasses me. Yeah, or yeah. if something embarrassing happens, 
I will like go and do a story time about it. Yeah, no, but you're owning it. You I will own it. As soon as you it's take away that and you're not you embarrassed can't embarrass about it, embarrass the unembarrassable. Yeah. Like, the most embarrassing moment was like when I was little and I was like trying to like talk to a boy and like a, a bird literally pooed on my head <laughs> as I was talking to him. <laughs> but like I just laughed about it. She's not over it. I just I don't know. I just don't, don't get embarrassed really. No, that's good. No, that that's is good. good. That's a good answer. So that, so that, because I would laugh. At, I love laughing at myself. Yeah. I love being the butt of the jokes. That's such a quality in people. I think I love people who are like that. Anyone who takes themselves too seriously, it's like oh. I struggle because my humor is like making self, fun, self-deprecation. Is mm-hmm. that what it is? Yeah. Um, and I like bond with people by like ripping on them. Yeah. So if I love you, I'm gonna be mean to you. You know what I mean? Same. That's like yeah. My, that's, that's Laura's like my, love language. Yeah, that's our family. <laughs> like me and my sisters will just like be so mean to each other, but it's like. Thank you. Yeah, Laura always says Thank that. You. She's like, people think I'm mean to you, but she's like, that they don't understand that. Just I really like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> like, literally, the last podcast me and Scarlett filmed, all of like the BTS of it and the rest of the clips is like, we literally messaged each other yesterday, Ripping and I'm like, why are we fighting this whole podcast? <laughs> and it's like, it. like, yeah, yeah, you. I'm like, what are you doing? We were literally like, fighting. fighting. Like, well, I'm like, Scarlett, stop it. I used to have a theory. It was just um like sisters, like. Like women who grew up with sisters are like really blunt and savage, but you don't have sisters. No, do I you? know that's a weird thing. I know, but, but I'm she's an only just child. always had people that mm. she's like taking yeah. in as sisters. I'm, I'm, a bo- I'm a bossy boots, mm. and I'm like Scarlett. I give big sister energy to Scarlett. Like mm. I truly, she's my little sister. Mm. <laughs> I'm it. like, stop doing this, do this. I'm like mm. bossy with her. I love that though. Yeah, because you, you've debunked my theory. I yeah. felt like because my friends say to me like, "You're so savage. You're so blunt." I'm like. Yeah. You have to be. I'm a very honest friend. I'm like, yeah. I'll tell you if that dress doesn't look good. I'll tell yeah. you. You want me as a friend. That's a good <laughs> way to be, though. Like, you want to be honest. Yeah, yeah. My, I'm that friend that people will send, like, their projects to and, like, their house designs to yeah. or whatever. And be like, tell me what you really think. I'm like, oh. Don't you I worry, will. honey. <laughs> yeah. You it's don't need coming. to tell me twice. You know, yeah, yeah. Well, now that you mention it, it's <laughs> ugly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, next one. Would you rather never be able to speak your opinions or be cancelled for an opinion? Oh, cancelled. I've been there, done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, I've like, we've been cancelled so many times. I'm tempted <laughs> to be cancelled. Yeah. yeah. I Like, at the end of the day, I just want to know that I'm being authentic to myself. And like, if you want to cancel me for that or hate me about that, it's like when I said I'm in my feminine energy era. Yeah. Like, I know that's like not politically correct to say right now, but I'm like, that's my opinion. Yeah. That's what I feel. Cancel me. But like. I know that's my honest opinion, my honest answer. Yeah. Mm. Be just to bring that up again you. if you want to. <laughs> just, if you, just in case you if, didn't hear it. If you didn't hear time. it, I'm in my feminine era. <laughs> Santa's date and her feminine era. <laughs> Headline news. <laughs> bring it on. Okay. Would you rather have more time or more money? Time. Yeah. I feel like you Come kind of on. answered this through You answered this through Yeah. Then. For sure. Time. Mm. I'm like, I cr- nearly cry every day. I like take so many videos of the boys yeah. playing because I'm like, you're not going to be this little bit ever. Yeah. That's why I can't put them in daycare. I'm like, I need to yeah, not mess up breathe in this your time. hair all the time. I mean, that makes sense not doing that. They're going to go to school and like know, you won't get blink. as much time with them. So my mum always says, she's like, you're going to blink and then you're an empty nester. I'm like, that hurts my heart. Oh, I know. No, no. Well, you've spent the time though. Like you've been there for every second. Yeah, I'm tired, so, man. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's like, but you know what? We're so tight now, you know. Yeah. And especially like, especially because I've got two boys, I'm scared. I'm gonna be the mother-in-law. So like, I need to be <gasps> building these like really strong relationships, good boys. connections. So they're like, let's go to my mom's house for dinner. Yeah. If I could do that thing, I would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, we're going to Mummy's. Oh. Says he Tilsa's house for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> mummy's boys. Get already but found a nice type of yeah. mummy's not, boy. Yeah, not, the not weird, like a queenie. weird. Like go to your wife. Yeah. Like, don't be weird. But like, yeah. Like don't be an ex. Yeah. But don't be come ear. to me. <laughs> but like come to Saturday night dinner. But like yeah. not every day. Boys are obsessed with their mummies. Always freak me out. So yeah. Fox <laughs> gives me like mummy's rubs on the back. Yeah. And like he helps pick my outfit. He likes this one boy. He sounds like he's gonna treat the guys well. Oh, do you know what he said to me the other day? We were making, we we're making crumb chicken, and he goes, "I'm gonna make this for my wife one day." Dead. Stop it! I'm like Loki. Can you like write that quote down and make sure he remembers it? I think I, I think I got it on film. <laughs> Luckily, yeah, okay. my whole life's on film. Okay, good. I'm gonna make this for my wife, and then I actually posted this reel the other day. Um, it went viral. And it's him out of nowhere. Like it was supposed to just be a reel of us making pizza because he asked to film. He's like, oh, he calls it his cooking channel. And he, in it, he says, mum, when I'm older, you can find it on all my platforms. Um, he goes, I'm going to, when you're older, I'm going to take care of you and I'm going to carry you up the stairs when you're old. <gasps> Stop it. Out of nowhere. I was like, excuse, I, like I was trying not to cry. And I said, you're so kind. And anyway, he goes on in it, but you should watch that. I'm going to. How do we all have a little fox? I know. I'll show you guys after. It's like so cute. Yeah. You need to have you like a, a mum book. Yeah, like of how to, to parent. That. How to be such a great mum. No. Okay. No, no, honestly. No. Like this. No. Maybe that's no. the future. Maybe no. that's the future do you know step. What? Do you know what the answer is? It takes a lot of sacrifice. Mm. And like I said earlier, you can't do everything at once. So knowing that this is my season to be super hands-on with the boys and not achieve all my business goals. And like, I'm so fine with that. I'm pouring all of my, most of my time, six days out of seven, um, into my boys and like raising them as the men that I want in society and I want as my sons. Um, I just pour a lot of time into them. That's amazing. And I have, yeah. we have structures and like set expectations of our house. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, you've really You're set doing them good up. boys. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, they're beautiful. Okay, would you rather be liked or be respected? Respected. Don't like me. Mm-hmm. But we like, don't care. but do you know what? I say that, but I'm like not a very good boss. I like, I'm liked. Mm-hmm. I feel like as a boss, People like pleaser? everyone, yes. Yeah. Which is like why I'm currently in this like business limbo phase where like. Not for Sarah's day, but like more for, so for Sunny, where like I want to step out of the, as the CEO because mm-hmm. I'm a people pleaser, and like as much as I say like yeah respect me, I'm like no you can like me yeah. So I would rather be respected, but I am definitely more something like, you struggle with depends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really good in meetings, but if it's my own staff, I'm like are you guys happy? Do you want any coffee? <laughs> can I get like, anyone go home early? Just go home. Like, <laughs> I can do the rest. Yeah, it's fine. yeah. I feel like George, my editor, would be like yeah. <laughs> Like, like the other day she had to have like a sick day and she's like, do I have sick days left? I was like, it's fine. But like, honestly, it is fine. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's fine. But I'm like, Don't it's take any fine. More, though. Yes, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Would you rather people could hear your thoughts or have everything you do live streamed on Instagram? Oh, live stream me. I have nothing to hide. Yeah. Like, really, I have nothing to hide. Like, maybe don't stream me, like, trying to make a baby. So that I'm not on OnlyFans. <laughs> that would go vital. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm not really on OnlyFans. But aside from that, no. Yeah, okay. nothing to hide. No. Okay. And in my inner thoughts, like I really make an effort to only like speak kind to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I sometimes I have not nice thoughts about people. Yeah. <laughs> got so to we're just doing the Instagram live. Yeah, it's the Instagram live. I don't want like not Those you guys. Thoughts not you guys. Other people. I'm like, shut up. You're so annoying. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we should hang out again. 
I think we all have that. Exactly. Like, I don't no. want mantras of thoughts going no out there. Way, no, no way. not good. No. So thank you so much for coming on today. That's all we've got. We've had so much fun chatting with yeah. you. We're, we're wrapping this up. I yeah. feel like I always do this and we just keep talking. <laughs> I know we can't we're going, talking. We're going to lunch now. So like yeah. you guys miss out, but like we can keep yeah. We were trying to record this podcast for about three hours. We just couldn't stop talking. Yeah. Like, we just Look, talking <laughs> is my number one uh, skill, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, it's it's a blessing and a curse. So speaking <laughs> of that, that's it. Yeah. Let's wrap that's it up. Right. But no. It's a wrap. I love <laughs> it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. Bye. Bye.